In this episode, I talk all about why I think I have mold illness and why I think it's caused the majority of my allergies and intolerances. Welcome to Allergy Proof, the podcast dedicated to helping hardworking women with health issues get through life. Hey, I'm your host, Ashley Templer, and I have more allergies and intolerances than you can count on one hand. I'm that person that BYO snacks to parties, but I'm also that person who spent thousands of dollars trying to get to the bottom of my symptoms, and I got there. From running my own social media agency, Pep Creative, and skincare brand yours only, I know a thing or two about navigating a very busy schedule with ongoing health issues. Join me as I give you my tips, interview your fave biz women and health specialists to help you solve and manage your autoimmune conditions and allergies. If you want to hear more about my story, head to yoursonly.co forward slash about, where you can also pick up some very allergy friendly products. Hello, it has been a little while since I've done a bit of a personal ep, but I had a few interviews I wanted to share first and I went to Queensland for a little bit and just wanted to have all of those interviews prepped before I went. I have also been working on a few little health things. I am slightly nervous to kind of put this episode out because I'm still needing to get some results, but I think I have worked out what the main issue has been to cause all of my health issues from day dot. All symptoms are pointing towards one thing. And as you know, I have been on a very, very long health journey to get the bottom of my symptoms. It's been my whole life, but I would say in the last like eight or so years, I've gone from specialist to specialist. And if you listen back to the episode called I Am Back and Have a Diagnosis, you'll be able to hear a little bit of a wrap up on my process and my recent diagnosis with SIBO, which stands for Small Intestinal Bacterial Overgrowth. I have interviewed a naturopath whose name is Brooke Schiller on what SIBO actually is because I didn't really want to give you like the full rundown without having the you know knowledge to back it up. So she's not my naturopath, but she is a naturopath that I know who has explained it a little bit more, kind of the process of getting diagnosed exactly what it is and the treatment plan. Her treatment plan is a little bit different to mine because every naturopath is different and every body is different. And the way that I've had to do mine is a lot slower and a bit different because I have such a high intolerance to histamines and salicylates. And that episode will be going live next week. But I've said this a few times with SIBO, something has caused it. So even if I do all of this treatment to help with my SIBO, it doesn't mean that it will go away because something has actually caused it. So I have been working with my naturopath for most of this year and we have both come to the conclusion that I have something called mold illness, which makes me really sad because when I go back and work it all out, it kind of comes back to where I was living. I used to live in America. I lived there. I moved there 10 years ago in May and I did live in a very old building like everybody else who lives in New York and I just need to go back and speak to someone who manages the building to see if there was any water damage. But when I first moved back to Melbourne, I was living in an apartment that had mushrooms growing from the ground, which sounds disgusting, but we didn't really know. And then all of a sudden the skirting boards popped and they grew out and so we got it fixed, but it was a landlord who fixed it instead of a proper tradie. And it got fixed multiple times, but it kept coming back. So we moved out, but I lived there for three years, which is a really long time. So to make sense of it, I guess 
the mold exposure would have caused some of my intolerances and then I think it caused the SIBO and then I think the SIBO caused more of my intolerances. There is talk that my thyroid medication might need to be changed because the medication that I'm on may not be uh, helping my body completely restore itself. So I essentially need to address the mold illness, then the SIBO, and then start reintroducing foods back into my diet. I am seeing a integrative GP in a few weeks to get it sorted, but I just, I wasn't going to put this episode up because I don't have the test results back, but I kind of wanted to take you on the journey because I think if I did end up having the mold illness and I didn't record this, I would probably regret taking you on the journey. So I wanted to just show you the ups and downs and the fact that like, it's not easy. I've been doing this since I was 23 years old and I'm now 31 And I just hope that this will help other people. Like if they're going through the same thing and they've been feeling really horrible and they can't get to the bottom of it and their doctors say it's stress or they say to change your diet, there's just so much more that you need to know and you need to educate yourself on that just the general health system won't help you on. So I have decided to keep this episode quite short because I want to wait until I get deeper in my health journey, but I just wanted to explain a little bit about what it is. So as you know, I'm no expert in this space, but based on my research, mold can be found in water damaged buildings and in very damp areas, which releases toxic compounds called mycotoxins. So for someone who has a weakened immune system, it's obviously not ideal, but for some people it can create an inflammation that spreads throughout the body and it basically causes an immune system to overreact to the mold, which is not great. So roughly 25% of the population actually has a genetic susceptibility and their immune system cannot recognize these biotoxins and they remove them, which means a lot of people, it just doesn't get removed from their system. So to give you an indication of some of the symptoms, they kind of have like short-term and long-term because sometimes you can just be living in a mold-filled house and if you leave, you feel better. So short-term, you might get aches and pains, your moods may change, you might get headaches or memory loss, nosebleeds, your nose might be runny, watery eyes, a dry cough, rashes, sore throats, sinusitis, which I always get, and wheezing. So as I said, if you leave the environment, it could be a little bit better, but There are some long-term ones and there's a big list of them, but I'm just going to read you out the long-term ones that I have because it all makes sense now. So extreme seasonal allergy symptoms or sinus congestion, which is me all the time, frequent urination and unquenchable thirst. I am always thirsty and I've gone to so many doctors to work out why I always need water and I always need to pee. Heavy menstrual bleeding or painful periods, which is definitely me. Uh, Diarrhea and abdominal bloating. Dry skin. I get very dry skin, which is why I obviously developed my skincare range. Body temperature dysregulation, which is definitely me. I can go from being extremely cold to extremely hot. Appetite swings. Sometimes I'm starving. Sometimes I'm not, even if I eat the same things every day. Unusual pains, like lightning bolt sensations, which I get in my back all the time. Cognitive problems, so poor focus, difficulty learning, struggling to find words. I wouldn't say I have difficulty learning, but I struggle to find words quite often. Chronic fatigue, I definitely haven't been diagnosed with it, but I'm constantly tired. Uh, Random headaches, watery eyes, and exhaustion. And then on top of all of that, there's ongoing issues that can occur like SIBO and really intense intolerances. So it's actually crazy that we're even at this point. I actually never thought that would be it. I only stumbled across this naturopath uh, 
just because I saw her for something else and then she told me she was a naturopath. So it wasn't even like I ended up going to her to find it. I saw her for a treatment for something and she saw that there was something else. And I just honestly had thought that I would just be on this path forever and I just would never be able to eat a really big balanced diet ever again. So I'm hoping to bring a lot of new foods back into my life eventually, and I will keep you updated on all of my progress. And if you have any questions, you can always feel free to DM me on yours only at yours only co catch you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of allergy proof. If you know someone who would benefit from listening to this podcast, please send this episode their way. I'm here to help women thrive in life with all of their health issues because I am living proof. Make sure you hit the subscribe button in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts so you can listen to our latest apps which go live weekly. This is a totally independent podcast, so I really do rely on subscribes, reviews, and word of mouth to spread the word. You can also find some more helpful tips on Instagram at yoursonlyco and more from me, your host, at Ashley Templar, spelled A-S-H-L-I. Catch you next time.